to Salem the Podcast. We are your hosts and favorite Salem tour guides. My name is Jeffrey Lilly. And I'm Sarah Black. And today, I don't know, recap? We're doing a year in review. Nostalgia 101. Uh, Let's talk about our failings and our successes. And all the things that you guys have no idea about. Um, So uh, this is coming out the week before the live show. The live show is sort of technically our one-year anniversary, uh, but we figured we'd talk both about uh, the podcast over the year, uh, some of the things we liked, didn't like, and also uh, we realize it's coming up to spring. Tours are opening back up again. It's getting warm. Salem's opening up again. So we'll talk about all the things that are going on this year as well. So we are coming up on uh, our one-year anniversary. It has been a fabulous year. We've done a lot. We've seen a lot. We've learned a lot. We had some hiccups along the way. But today, we're just going to reflect back on what we enjoyed, what we hated, what's coming up in the pod for the next year, and as you said, what's happening in Salem for the next year. But first, oh wait. No tour corner today. Oh yeah. But we do have Patreon stuff. Hello to the patrons. Patreon shout out. All right, first person on the list today. I want to send so much love to this individual. Thank you, Dina Mary. Thank you, Dina. Dina came on one of my tours. Um, and actually, I put her on trial. You know, I like put people on trial on tour. She was a great sport, and uh, she just left an impression on me. So we've stayed in contact ever since. And um, she's in Southern California. Do you know they just got snow? Like I in might. Southern California? I've seen some TikToks. Kind of crazy. Yeah, it's wild. She said that she was so jealous of what was happening up in Salem with the weather. <laughs> she hoped Ma- for it. Yep. Yeah, no, don't. And then all of a sudden you got four feet of snow outside and you're like, what did I do? Shoot. Like I, I done gone screwed up. Uh huh. Well, thank you, Dina, so much for all your support. Next, we have Sabrina Harris. Sabrina Harris. Got a witch name there. I, very much so. Yeah. I wonder if she's named after the Sabrina. Never know. Mm. I mean, I'm sure she knows. I would say, I'd be like, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Just claim it. I think I mentioned my best friend's named after Samantha. Yes. Yep. All right. Next is Michelle Rendon. Thank you, Michelle. Thank Appreciate you. you. Thank you, Michelle. Coming after her, we have Erin Burns. Thank you, Erin. Sounds like a... Scottish poet? I was going to say a novelist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, this person has my name. Thank you so much to Sarah Fallon. Thank you, Sarah. Appreciate you. This Sarah, not... Yeah, I got it. I mean, I appreciate you, but... You better. (laughs) The patrons. Thank you, Sarah. And she even has an H. Yes. So she's like one of the cool Sarahs. All Sarahs are cool. All Sarahs. I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's okay. If you don't have an H, it's fine. (laughs) It's just not symmetrical, but it's It's fine. And next on the list and last for this week is... uh, How do you say this? How how do you pronounce this one here? Oh, my God. Katie Blach? Is that, is that, <laughs> bla- sorry, is that, is that a hard K? H- how do you say your last name? Blatch. Bla- oh, okay. Do you, do you know her? I, I, maybe, maybe, maybe we shared a bedroom for a few years. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Bunk beds. Yeah. Is, is she getting married soon? I think so. I think, oh. um, that, that would be my sister right there. Well, thank you, Katie. Thank you, Katie. Um, oh, and speaking of marriage and bachelorette party and, Dressing up as Bach. If anyone yes, yes, yes. if anyone knows how to get a hold of a bulk amount of powdered wigs, let me know. Because this is a little bit harder to track down than I thought. There's a good chance that the entire bridal party will be wearing them. So. I love that. And you thought that it wouldn't be cool. Well, I, I think it's cool. I don't know if all the other people would think it was cool. Oh, no, they think it's cool. <laughs> but uh, thank you, Katie. And, and as I scroll through the, the list here, um, I don't see any of my brothers on the list. So even my dad signed up. Oh, well, yay. Thanks guys. <laughs> Thanks guys. So nice of you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously. Thanks Katie. Love you. All right. That is our Patreon shout outs for the day. As always, we appreciate you guys so much. And if you're looking to join the cool kids club, uh, check out the website, link to the Patreon there, also in the Instagram. Uh, come, and, come and see some cool behind-the-scenes, silly, fun videos. 
Uh, and we got some fun stuff going out in the mail soon. So oh, yes, all of the charmed tier patrons will soon get their uh, little pin sticker and, and stone. So there we go. And we still have some postcards to give out too. So yes. if you want a postcard from Salem, sign up. All right, on with the show, whatever kind of show this is going to be today. Oh, and one last reminder for the live show. This is the last episode before our live show. So if there are any tickets left, get them while you still can. It's going to sell out if it's not sold out already. Yeah, I I think there's five left and this is midweek before this episode drops. Yeah, so. So there you go. Good luck. There, there will be other live shows. We'll actually talk about that in a little while. Oh, and we have a corrections corner real quick. Oh, oh, right, right. I have one as well. I think we both have something about, is yours about an elephant? It's about the episode. It's not about the elephant. Well, our friend Carol Hendricks messaged us to inform us that, yes, Asian elephants, be them male or female, can have tusks. Well, thank you, Google. You steered me wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean. I mean, it was just, I had a question. I went to get an answer and. and Sometimes you can't always trust the first thing that pops up. So I did a little bit of digging and I pulled this right from the Smithsonian's National Zoo and Conservation Biology Institute. So I trust them. Um, It says, not all elephants develop visible tusks. In Asian elephants, only some males have large prominent tusks. Most female and some male Asian elephants have small tusks Uh. called get this, called touches. I think it's touches. Obviously, toques, maybe. I don't know. I can't see how it's spelled. T-U-S-H-E-S. Maybe that's a hard... Touches. Something. Which seldom protrude more than an inch or two from the lip line. Ah. So it would... Would have appeared, maybe broken or whatnot. Very cool. Yeah. So thank you, Carol, for sending in that correction. And how about you, Jeffrey? Uh, I mentioned that they stopped in some places on the trip back. I believe I, I got the name of one of the islands wrong. Just oh, Helena. Ah. I think I said Helen or Helen's. Maybe. Uh, so it's Helena. There's an A at the end. Gotcha. And I was I was politely uh, corrected, corrected on that. Oh. Yes. By my father. <laughs> oh, thanks, Dad. Yes. Yeah, so he, he, I got, I got, a, I didn't actually, I, I missed the call, but I got a voicemail. I was like, just a quick correction for you. And I was oh, my God. He <laughs> left you a corrections voicemail. I love that. Yes. yes. So much. So, it was very much appreciated. Um, and it is, it's literally H-E-L-E-N-A. So I must have just seen it and it just came out wrong. But thank you. It happens. Yeah. It happens a lot. <laughs> so, where do we begin? Did you see that the FBI was in Salem? Oh, yeah, yeah. A couple days ago? Yeah, do you know why? Yeah. Yeah. Do it's such a it? Salem moment, Is, is right? it real? Is it legit? Is I don't it? think it's... The search warrants are not going to be unsealed until okay. someone is arrested. So, okay. we can't know for sure exactly what they were in there looking for but there is some speculation there's a lot of speculation lots of speculation yeah but yeah you want to shed some light on what's um going on so uh it's a a vendor or a a local artist local artist uh they have a space in mills 58 which is in peabody and i don't know who how why what the actual deal is uh but it seems as though there is some suspect of them selling human remains um, which is both legal and there, there are legal ways to go about doing things there. Just like anything, right? You can illegally sell a thing and you can legally sell a thing. Um, and it seems as though whatever they were doing seems to have popped some red flags. Uh, the FBI were involved. Uh, they did issue search warrants and the owner of the shop complied with the search warrant. So it wasn't a break down the door and raid them. But they did remove several bins. Oh, I didn't see that. Uh, from their place of business. Uh, I, and, like, it seems suspicious, but, like, to a casual person, is what kind of bone is that, right? And, like, who knows? And and Also, the fact that the FBI was involved, like, that's intense. I, I, would, I would hazard a guess that it's not. The, the uh, issue there is probably jurisdictional. Okay. Um, not in like, yes, the FBI, that's a big deal. 
But if there's a state boundary issue, if there's a... You have to like get the feds involved. An import thing. Like if, if someone's suspected of importing them, right? Like, like oh, and that can be illegal. And they didn't just search her shop. They went to her home in, in Salem. Sa- which is in Salem. Yeah. And I guess... In downtown, like very close. Dug through her backyard. I guess they put up some tents. Yeah. So we couldn't see what they were digging up. They were there for like eight hours. Yeah. Can digging. you imagine the neighbors... Only in, not only in Salem, but only in Salem. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I I don't know. I'm, I'm going to speculate that it's nothing nefarious. I agree. I, I'm going to, it is, it is either nothing nefarious or radically fucking nefarious. Like, like serial killer, eight bodies, bar- like it's, it's going to be one or the other. It's not going to be like in the middle, right? It's not going to be like a. Can you imagine if there was a freaking serial killer living amongst us? Yeah. So I, in my opinion, it's going to be like, oh, these are all actually ethically sourced or maybe just illegally imported. Like they're going to get a slap on the wrist or a fine. But I think, I think that's going to be it. And the ding in the backyard. I don't know. That's a little weird. Maybe they were storing them there. Maybe they thought that like. There were going to be bodies back there. I don't know. No, no, But imagine if you get like, you've seen some of my skulls, right? Some are very clean. And some are very weathered. Maybe they thought that if you leave them in the ground for like a year, right, it's going to get some natural, right? Interesting. I don't know. That's, I don't know. That's total speculation. I'm just like, that's sort of what I was thinking when I was reading it. It's a developing story. We'll keep yeah. you guys updated. We don't tell you the news, but this one's kind of entertaining. So, Did, did you hear about another story that's not Salem related, but it is... Witch related? Witch related? Maybe... Maybe. Maybe. What do you What do you think I'm going to say? I, I don't know. No? Uh, so this is, is in Colombia, so not quite local. Mm-hmm. But I think I did see something about yeah, this. Yeah. 28 girls are taken to the hospital for anxiety and fainting spells after using Ouija boards at, work, at school. Oh, my goodness. And they all range from age like 11 to 17. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, dear. God, it's happening again. <laughs> I was like, I can't, I can't even. It's it's That's hilarious. Great, yeah. So we've got human remains being dug up here, and thirty girls, you know, playing with Ouija boards in Colombia and suffering fainting spells. It's uh, just another day. Welcome to Sail on the podcast. To be fair, we should actually do that. Like, if there is like a weird news story. Yeah, we like can we bring it up once in a while. Do like a like those are those are coincidentally like this week. Those are those are pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll work it into our our new things. Oh, our new thing. We got we not not like it. we have lots of new things, yeah. but you know we we're can, we're a reformed podcast at this point. Oh uh, yes, we're Abs- so seasoned. Absolutely, we're one years old. Not even, or almost one years old at this point. If I need a, need a, need a pipe or something. Monocle. Is that going to be your old rich man voice? (laughs) You can have. I can have the the poor British boy voice, and you can have the old rich man voice. It's great. Oh, that's horrible. I love it. All right, so we took care of corrections corners, fun FBI stuff. So as we said today, we're going to talk a little bit about some of our favorite moments from this past year. Um, Talk about our favorite episodes, because of course we do have our our preferences and uh, discuss some of the funny moments and the hiccups that we ran into along the way. Because although it may seem like we've got our shit together... We don't. It wasn't always like that, and we still are figuring it out. I think that's one of the the things... um, You know, sure, I'll I'll just throw it out now as I just compile it in my head. Uh, Oftentimes when we interview people, we're like, oh, what's some advice, right? Yep. No one has it figured out. No. Like even like running a tour business, like every week I'm like something new, something different. We don't know what we're doing. And in the podcast, we don't know what we're doing. And, and I don't think anyone knows what they're doing. I think that's the big secret is, is no one knows what they're doing. I would agree with that. So if anyone out there is like, I don't know how to do a thing or I'm scared of doing a thing or I, I'm not, dude, no, no one knows. Just do it. Don't, Figure it out. Don't let yourself stop you. Yeah. Yeah. So. Sarah, what's your favorite episode? Ooh, favorite up. Ep- I put my least favorite episode first. Can okay. I tell you my least? I want to get like the negativity out of <clears throat> okay, the way. Okay, okay, let's get that. Let's get that. <sighs> so I think, well, this is kind of a hard one. I'd say this is my least favorite episode, but also I loved 
the final result, but the process we're gonna have the same one to get there was so frustrating. The murder of Captain White. That's what I got right here. Oh my goodness, dude. So I don't. I we may have mentioned at the beginning of that recording, and, and I think we've we've like dropped it in a couple times. Yeah, but basically at that point when we were recording episodes, we would do a full blown recording. I would go and edit, and then I would come to you with edits that like we would end up adding in if we missed something, if we need to clarify something. Thankfully, we're not really doing that much anymore. It takes a lot of time. It's just an extra We've step. We've also gotten better. We've gotten much better. But for that episode, we did, what did we do? We did the first recording and we didn't have time to finish. So then we went to go do the second half of it and the power cut out because there was a storm. And we just assumed that so, it so. saved our sound file. So the the, the sound system we use is... Uh, Call it. It's a by road. It's the roadcaster, um, and there's a record button. You hit record, and then you you hit record again, and it stops it. As soon as you stop that record, it auto saves. We do, don't have to do anything. It, it's just how the system works. But it turns out if the power is cut, it does not. And we didn't know that. So then we went back and we just hit record again and finished the episode. So when I went to go put it all together, we had part one, or like the the first half. Yeah. Then we were missing a huge chunk. Yep. And then we had another chunk that we had recorded. Yep. And I think at that point, I just said, dude, we just got to sit down. Did we redo it? I think we we redid the whole thing. Just because it it was a difficult story anyway there's just so many people and so many dates and we're reading court documents and and people are getting arrested here and they're spending time in jail there and they're coming up from boston then and like so many personal stories and oh it was rough and it was so rough i think that i don't even want to say how long that took me to edit it was was like sunday night we did it again like by the time oh it was a lot But at the same time, I loved the episode because there were so many fun things about it. Daniel Webster, like Black Dan, come on. Right. The murder ballad at the end, like it's just. And I I know like a lot of people have said that they really like that episode, which is horrible. Like, thank you. But it. But we almost died on the way. People are like, oh, yeah, man, I love the Captain White episode. I'm like, the fuck's wrong with you? Oh, no, it's a good episode. It It turned out great. No, it. 100%. But we carry the trauma with it. Yeah. You don't know the other, the, the. Oh, that was so rough. Yeah. Okay. So that's your least favorite? That's my least favorite. Okay. Yeah. What's your favorite? I couldn't pick one. Okay. But I think I enjoy the interviews the most. Okay. Um, Because I think any of the other episodes, like regardless of whether, like what level of his, whether it's walking around a cemetery or delving into like the the personal life of someone in the trials or a historic event, that's all like history and research. Cool. There's so much more involved. But you're never gonna get the story. That's not how I want to say that. You get a story from a person, right? Like those are all stories, and we can read about these. We can read about McIntyre. We can read about Derby. We can read about you know Sarah Good or Tichuben and learn about these people. But these are modern. These people are actually in Salem. They're making the Salem it is today. They have stories. They have experiences. Whether it's from like uh, Ben Lex from Bantfang is coming into Salem and doing their thing, or you know Mike Vitka working in the circus, or James at Count Orlock sleeping in a coffin, you know, like or, or getting to record inside the coffee shop as you know the world is just bustling behind right. us. So yeah. it's like. It, it's it's a different side of the same story. So like history, you, you go and you learn, but it's like, this is like experiencing like a, something special because you don't get a lot of those stories from these people or like why they're here or Anton is the official magician, how he grew up in magic or Eric. And he's just all the, 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 the things he's done for the past 40 years in Salem. And they're all fascinating people in their own right. Yeah. And you know what that's called? You know what this whole, this whole part of our podcast is called what's that oral history which is not something that i ever thought i would partake in Mm -hmm. 
I think I had an oral history opportunity, like a class that you could take in undergrad um, and then same thing in grad school. And no offense to my teachers, my professors, but I just had no desire right. to record. But now I see so much value in it because Salem's story we know goes back well, technically thousands of years, hundreds of years, whatever you want to say, but it still is continuing. We're creating Salem history every single day. Yeah. These people that we see on the streets, that we go into their shops, that we get to engage with on a regular basis, they're all doing their own thing and they're writing their own stories. So the fact that we get to capture even a little bit of it is really cool. So I would, I would totally agree. So I, I chose two. Okay. So I don't, I don't knock you too much for that. One of which was... Uh, an interview for Bora. Okay. I was so excited. So I've got to clarify Bora or Brian or both. I was going to say both. It was one day. I I know. I'm just saying like, what was there like one you preferred or or no, you need both. That's fair. Yeah. You can't have one without the other, but that whole day, the whole experience and Bora, I mean, we had Brian on the list from the beginning along with several other people and I was almost like a little, you know, nervous and Bora's Bora, you know, and showing up at his house and being able to see the setup and drive the little car. And it was just great. It was great. And I think it really struck a chord with a lot of our listeners, too. I'm very excited to chat with other street performers and buskers this year because it is so cool to find out their origin like Mm -hmm. why like what on earth made you want to dress up in character and wander the streets of which city absolutely for fun so i'm excited we'll hopefully do more of those this year i'm we we had a lit we still have a list we'll talk about it but it's like there's so many people like if if i don't want to just do interviews but we could i'm like the amount the people who i've already talked to about being on the podcast uh it, i'm already excited yeah. and it's it's and like that's that's just the year and it's like oh. we, we we had a discussion what two days ago you want to tell them where we're gonna go this year okay so we try and spread things out we, we try and do a few things like lump stories together right and spread things out so you don't get too much of one thing that's why there's like an interview and then there's history and then there's this right I was, I was like, Sarah, can we do these three things or the one thing three times? And I was like, it would mean like bumping one or two of these people to next year. And we're like, we don't, we don't want to do that. No, I want to do all three. And they're like, but it's three interviews. It would end up being. Which I'm okay with. And then we're like, can, can we do it? We're like, and basically we're like. It's yeah, our podcast. Yeah, we can do it. Yes. Okay, we can do whatever we want. So there will be three, fingers crossed, I'm pretty sure we can make it happen, um, on the water. On the water episodes. So we will be recording on a boat, three different boats, uh, in Salem Harbor. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be cool. It's going to be great. Ooh, and my favorite content episode ah. probably would be the fire episode. Which I feel like still stands up, even though it was a bit earlier in our recordings, but we did well with it. I feel like that was one of the first things that neither of us had a crazy understanding of. Yeah. And like I knew. And you know what? That's another thing that I've really enjoyed about this is like, I know a lot and we know just passively. But we don't know the details. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of my like, head, which is... Well, like, for instance, now, whenever I'm walking down, like, Central Street, yeah. I when I look to my left and I see Lafayette, I see it on fire. Like, yeah. I, I, that's just, I can't not see that now Ju- because we know where the fire traveled. And, and, you, and you can jump back, you know, blink a couple times, jump back 130 years and see uh, uh, Colonel Leslie in the shoulders. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. With his freaking lobsters yeah. oh speaking of lobsters by the way bora is down to get a lobster costume so next year we will be <laughs> hanging out with the red coats and bora will be bora in a lobster costume he already sent me some they're great they're huge 
I don't know where we're going to put them afterwards. We can probably like donate them to like a seafood restaurant. I feel they, can we go up to Gloucester and eat in the. You want to eat lobsters while we're dressed as lobsters? <laughs> oh my God. He sent me like huge costumes, like the big mascot costumes. That's a little excessive. I think Colonel Leslie is going to have quite a few more red coats oh, next year. Dear. We might get in trouble. Someone's going to be mad at us. I don't think anyone's going to be mad. They were literally yelling lobster. There, there are some people who will find it distasteful. Well, it's free and open to the public, so. <laughs> yeah, if you want to make it your own private event, then don't invite the lobsters. I didn't read no lobsters on the um, the flyer. I didn't so. see no lobsters either. Yeah. I don't I don't see any problem with yeah. it. You, you don't want to be lobsterist. Are you trying to combine lobster and terrorist? No, racist. Oh. <laughs> like, you can't come here because you're a lobster. Like, don't be prejudiced against lobsters. Right? Like, we don't want to. And, and whether you're a Maine lobster or a Florida lobster, all lobsters are allowed. Someone is going to get real mad at us. I'm so excited. <laughs> all right. Um, favorite moments. Do you have any favorite moments that stick out? It's cool to be recognized on the street. That's pretty cool. It's a weird feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think what I appreciate, and which is cool, right? And you're like, hey, are, are you Jeff? Oh, oh. What? Oh, I totally. Do you have something to share? I, I, I've talked about this before. Are you, oh, are you going to talk about the mail mailman? No, the mailman was was great. When I was at dinner with my dad and aunt and uncle oh, for my brother's wedding. I still think about that. You guys were at Turner's, right? Yeah, And yeah. we had just started the podcast. Like, it was not that new. Like or it was not that old. And, um, yeah, Jeff had someone come up to the dinner table while he's surrounded by his family. Like My, my dad. Great. His My aunt, his sister, and her husband, my, my uncle, who are over from England, who I had not seen in, in a few years, uh, who had not been to America in ages do you feel like the shit I, just a little bit like yeah but i think one of the things that it, it really did is like yeah that's cool but it's also like validation yeah right? oh definitely so like the effort that we're put in the ideas that we have the creativity we're trying to push the the message we're trying to to spread um was like oh it's working yeah because we didn't know. You don't know. When you do a podcast, you kind of just, it's like throwing what are you, throwing stuff at the wall and seeing if it sticks. I think it's shit maybe. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, that's what I was thinking, pasta. Oh. But uh, yeah, we didn't know if people were good. I was so concerned people were going to hate us. Like, I think this you're still concerned that people are going to hate us. I'm always conscientious. Okay. Every time I upload a new episode, I'm like, oh, they're going to hate this one. But that's just being a harsh self-critic, which you have come to know very well. <laughs> but it is nice to know that what we're doing is working and people are enjoying it. And there's also, and like that's one example, but there's like a plethora of you listeners. Thanks for helping us plan our trip. Thanks for like where to stay, when to come, what to do, taking our tours, uh, thanks for the recommendation. And I also love all of that because like I love Salem. I live here. Now and I want to show you all the cool stuff. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, I like showing off my cool things. Right. Salem is one of my cool things. I'm like, here, friends, let me help you learn about the cool thing. And so that's when, when we see messages uh, like that, that's always pretty neat. Yeah, like when they say you helped plan our trip, that wasn't something that we necessarily intended for. Yeah, you know, no. maybe maybe it would help you decide what you want to do, what you don't want to do. But some folks have said that they used it to like decide on all of their activities and check out all these things that they didn't, they may not have known about. So that's really neat to hear. I've also had people uh, like drive. Oh yeah, we drove from Pennsylvania and binged your podcast the entire time, and I'm like. Aren't you tired of listening like, to us? Are you okay? What's what's wrong with you? Um, but then they're like, oh, but it was really cool. We didn't know about 
this thing or hey we went and checked out the cemetery right or whatever oh we popped into vamp fangs like we didn't know and you're like that's cool yep so what about you do you have a favorite a favorite moment Hmm. or are you just going to be vague like me oh i put i i did put on my little list here the people we've met because so many amazing folks um getting into bora's cauldron Mm -hmm. was quite fun getting stuffed Getting stuffed in there. Yeah. Yeah. It was we're fun. like. <laughs> and then. You're like upside down. Help me. It was great. And remember how you said that you realized when the person came up to you in Turner's, like it's it's hitting a chord with yeah. folks and like people are paying attention. When I started receiving photos from no joke around the world of people flipping off my ex-boyfriend <laughs> and living in that revenge with me. Was just like just, a quick middle finger. Be like, fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Someone from like Australia did it and sent a picture. So just the fact that it hit that much of a chord was... Finger from one corner of the earth to the other. Fabulous. He totally deserved it. So Yeah, screw that guy. Best way to um, get back at your ex. Start a podcast. Start a podcast and have thousands of people tell him to go himself. Exactly. Maybe make a t-shirt. We're still going to make a t-shirt. Oh, no, but we should make, we, we'll make a sticker. Okay. Okay. I dig it. Oh, and then I put on here when I made you change the intro three times. That is one of your favorite moments? Yeah. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, <laughs> uh, we've gotten fairly good at doing the intro, right? Hello, hello. That but went it, through like three variations. More. I, I think more. I don't think so. Um, Like three. Like three distinct, but there was like, like to get to those three, there were still other discussions, right? Uh-huh. And so we're like, cool, we settle on one and then we record it. And then like, she's like, no, 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 it needs to change this. And then, okay, cool, we're good. And then she's like, no, no, it needs to change this. And it's not just a, it needs to change to this. It's a, I don't feel like this, or maybe we should have that. Or how do we say this here? Or we're just going to, and like the first time I was like, okay. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong. But the first time we changed it, you were like, that's it, it's done, I promise. Oh, yeah, and then I came. And then, like. I came to you, and I made a face, and I was like, so what do you think about doing this instead? And correct me if I'm wrong, you agreed, and you preferred the revised intro. Which is not what we have now. No, it is what we have now. Oh, is that the final, final one? Yeah. Oh, no, I think you came, like. Because I edited a bunch of stuff, and then I was like, hey, man. We got to change it one more time. This is for the first drop, like the five. Right. So then you went back and just cut and pasted that. If I recall. Yeah. 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 You were fine with this. Fine. Over and over again. But it was also funny because I had a sheet. So I'd read off the sheet. I, I, how, the amount of times I screwed that up also. And it's like five lines. Like, why did we? Oh, by the way, guys, if you make it to the end of this episode, there should be a nice hunk of bloopers from our early days. And I'm hoping to pull in some of those funny intro moments. So stay tuned for the end. Thing, things that got caught on on recording. That didn't make it to the episode. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that, that my suffering was one of your favorite things. That's, that's on par. <laughs> you were a good sport, though. Thank you. You've been very supportive. My uh, my best friend from home, when she realized that I was like going into school mode for this type of stuff, she's like, oh my God, I feel so bad for Jeffrey, but you've handled it well. Is there anything you'd like to get off your chest now? Fuck no. <laughs> God <laughs> damn, how dare you? No. Um, I, I, I think, and I've learned, and this isn't just you, um, the best way to deal with people is I don't mean like deal with people but like to have like a positive whether it's working business whatever is you just you can't not let them be themselves right right you just have to find a way to handle them being themselves and sometimes that takes a little bit of navigating and we've navigated on both ends yeah you you yourself you can be a A character. (laughs) Thanks. Uh, In all the best ways. (laughs) She says trepidatiously. Uh, But it it can be because we have to work together. And like you guys get to hear an hour and a half worth of working together 
which is like six hours. I was going to say, we had to get used to spending a lot more time together because it just, everything kept adding on, adding on. It wasn't just a sit down, quick record, but all the things that go along with it, all the planning, the Mm -hmm. meetings. And the things that have worked and things that haven't worked as well. So all fun though. No, definitely. Totally worth it. All right. Favorite places that we've seen. This was the cool thing this past year was going to different locations outside of Salem or just attending places in Salem that we haven't been to, like checking out, you know, different exhibits at the PEM or we're going to be heading over to the House of Seven Gables soon for that episode. So any chance we, oh, and then, oh, oh, I forgot about this. Digging for treasures in the old North River Mm -hmm. from the fire. That was definitely up there with awesome moments so things like that but what's what's your favorite place that we visited um taking you to the abandoned cemetery bit place oh that was so fun yeah especially since like i think you still think i might have killed you (laughs) what do you mean I'm like, it's over here. Walk into the woods with me. Oh, I promise. <laughs> I really wish we would have gotten the whole interaction on camera because I totally doubted you 100%. And I'm like, where are you taking I mean, me? I, this, I, this doesn't make sense. But for the people that are listening, if you remember the cemetery episode, we called it the graveyard of graveyards. It's where all those broken up pieces of um, like cemetery structures mm-hmm. are discarded along the backside of St. Mary's Cemetery. And I will totally be going back there this year just because it's freaking cool. It's really neat. And I also love, so I, I love that we got to go there. Um, okay, hold on. Let me backtrack, backtrack. I'd heard about it. I didn't know exactly where it was. I sort of heard like back in the woods. I heard from Mike Vitka, by the way. I don't know if you. Yeah. Okay. And you, you've you all heard him now a few times. Love the man. Little sporadic. So Slightly I'll, theatrical. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> Dr. Vitka told me that there's an abandoned cemetery cemetery in the woods. And, and I'm like, okay, we got to go. And I think I found, I thought I'd found it on uh, uh, Google Maps. I'm like, it's like down here. And Sarah's like, uh, what are you talking about? I was like, those don't look like stones. What are you talking about? And then we get in the woods and you it opens up and you can see it all super cool. So it was cool that we got to go. It's cool that it was recommended to us. But then it was also cool that a bunch of you went. Yep. Like a bunch of listeners went. And then like jumping off of that, there were other influencers mm-hmm. in town who then went and so that was kind of really neat to to see other people get to explore this thing as well. The fact that us talking about it made them so excited and interested that mm-hmm. they went and took it upon themselves to to see it with their own eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Better than with someone else's eyes. You shouldn't steal people's eyes. No, bad. Bad. So I've got two favorites on top of that. That that takes the cake for sure. Um, the Paris Parsonage was probably you had been there before yes. I had not mm-hmm. kicking myself I don't know why I had never made it it's 10 minutes down the road yeah. but it was such a heavy moment to go to where basically the witch trials they were sparked they started the home of Reverend Paris or what's left of it it was just a very cool heavy eerie feeling walking into that that foundation I would recommend it to anyone who is interested in the witch trials and is making a trip out to Salem. They also do tours. That's next on my to-do list. We should do one of those. Yeah, I'm not, I can't remember the specifics of it. And as you said it, like, so I haven't Googled or searched, but, but check that if you're going to go to the parsonage, feel free to go on your own, but also uh, I'm sure a quick Google will, will steer you in the right direction of, of tours that happen out there. And Glen Magna Farms, which we just decided to do one day just for fun, if I recall. Well, you wanted to see your your future house. My future summer house. Oh, oh, sorry. sorry. You have the regular house, and then you have the little summer house for the garden parties. Ah. Yeah. That was really cool. It was. That was was neat. We'll have to go back when it's like springtime and in full bloom. Yeah. Yeah. December, January, somewhere around there. Yeah. There was no leaves, but it was not freezing. Yeah, and there was no snow. Yeah. Although there wasn't much snow this year anyways. Yeah, yeah. But that was cool, seeing the summer house. 
and knowing what a summer house is now. The was really Derby summer fun. house and the carvings by Samuel McIntyre. And I think I told you this, but we haven't mentioned on the podcast the two figures that are supposed to be atop the summer house mm-hmm. um, are being recarved. So they're they're making replicas that are going to then be re-put on the house, and the originals, which are 150 years old and more than that, more than that, two two hundred, yeah, years old, and they are you know the effects of weather, New England weather, um, and so they're going to be uh, uh, cleaned up, preserved, and, and put into a museum. I was going to say they better go into yeah. a museum. Yeah. So that'll be really neat. So be able to, and I I think so the structure is what maybe thirty feet high. So like being able to have those figures at face height and be able to really see uh, how, how wonderful they are, I think will be pretty cool. Definitely. I wonder which museum they'll go to. It'd be so cool if they put them in the Peabody Essex Museum. Maybe. That would be neat. I yeah, They should probably stay, I don't know where you'd put them in in Danvers, but I feel like taking them out of the city is probably not a... I don't know. It's we'll not see. the best. Yeah, but you can find Salem rooms all over the country. True, true, true. And Salem isn't too far from Danvers. Also I'm just true. saying. I just want an excuse to see them in the Peabody Essex. <laughs> and speaking of McIntyre, favorite thing you learned for that, I put all the stuff about McIntyre. I don't know why. It just, it was one of those topics, one of those people that I had very, very little interest in. I did not care about architecture. I've been told that Salem has amazing architecture for since before I moved here. And I did not appreciate it in its entirety until we started researching McIntyre. And now when I walk the streets, it's like walking through history. As you said, like we know about these things, but we knew very little about his life, about the details of, you know, his carving career. It was just fascinating. I appreciate that. That's pretty, I, I talked someone, another tour guy in town knows like, like a big architecture buff. And I think one, and I can't remember expressly what he said to me, but he's like walking around here is like walking through a time machine where you're like, you have a 1950s, you have a 1750s, you have like an 18 and you can just, and like, if you, if you know enough, then you can just like spot these like pieces of history, just like, and how they were built and the people around that time. And it makes you appreciate these streets so much more. What about you? Do you have a favorite thing that you learned? I do. And I don't actually think I mentioned this ever on the podcast. No. Uh, it was messaged to me by a listener. Um, Scott. Scott. I uh, believe this is the Scott from our Valentine's Day episode yes, with I'm, the I'm, love story. I'm fairly certain. He is also a published author. So just quick plug of Accused of Witchcraft in New York uh, by Scott Ferrara. Uh, so check that out. Uh, but he sent me a message uh, after we talked about the Crucible. Because I talked about the crucible and how or what a crucible is and how in the Marines we go through at the end that trial, that test, that that crucible, and then you're a Marine at the end. Um, and um, there's two uh, MCRD, which is uh, Marine Corps Recruit Depots in the country. One's in San Diego. So if you live west of the Mississippi, you go to San Diego. If you live right of the Mississippi, you go down to South Carolina, unless you're a woman and then everyone goes to South Carolina. And South Carolina's military base, the the Marine Corps base, the MCRD, is called Paris Island. And it's a pretty (laughs) shitty place. Uh, I mean, I'm sure if, like, you're stationed there later in life, like, it's fine. But it's also South Carolina, and there are sand fleas, and there's humidity, and it is hot, and it is muggy, and it is... There are fire ants, and it it is just... It's the South. Like, it's... Ugh. But it's also, like, swampy. Uh huh. So it's not, like... Like a nice south, it's like a ugh, right. Uh, Paris. I was gonna say you said Paris. Paris Island, and I never put this together literally until he messaged me. So of course we have a Reverend Samuel Paris, uh, infamous in Salem, et cetera, et cetera. However, it is his brother, Colonel Alexander Paris, that Paris Island is named after. So, the island where you did your crucible, where every Marine west of the Mississippi and every female Marine. East of the Mississippi? East of the Mississippi. Goes to. Yep. 
to do their crucible. To do a bit, bit, it's all basic training. All, all of you, you're it. there okay. for three months. And they didn't tell you about the history. I can we. <laughs> I mean, I guess if they were to say it's named after this dude, Alexander who, Paris, who the hell would connect that with Samuel with Paris up in Salem? Up in Salem, and that's probably gonna have such a small. We learned a lot of history, like. I know, like, the first Marine, where the Marine Corps was founded, Tun Tavern in Philadelphia, uh, 10 November 1775, uh, oldest Marine, uh, snipers, uh, Chesty Puller, he's won five naval crosses. Um, uh, all sorts of, like, Marine Corps history gets, like, literally, like, drilled into you. Like, it's just call and repeat Marine Corps history. But, like, um, we're not talking about witches or anything. Yeah, so who cares about Reverend Paris? It also makes me wonder. So we've talked about how Reverend Paris was kind of a fuck up and didn't do much with his life. Yeah. But his brother gets an island named after him. Yeah, Arguably (laughs) one of the most prominent Marine Corps bases in in the country. For training anyway. I mean, Camp Lejeune or Pendleton or 29 Palms. It's like the the litany of bases. And he's up there. And it's just named after, after that guy. The irony. Yeah. Such a weird connection. So thank you. Learn learn something new every day. Yes. Thank you, Scott. And check out his book. Yeah, I think we might um, do a whole episode on witchcraft in New York. Definitely not this year. Is that, does that mean field trip? Sure. Yeah, duh. Field how, trip time. Uh, how can we talk about witchcraft in New York if we... Don't um, go to New York. Don't go. Yeah. Cool. Add that to the to-do list. I like it. And speaking of plans for this year, mm-hmm. uh, for the podcast, just wanted to give you guys some heads up as to what we're working with. Um, of course, we have our live show that will drop. You guys will be able to hear the live show uh, most likely on Wednesday mm-hmm. of that week. But after that, we do have some cool stuff coming up. We had some Patreons give us some suggestions. So, Hit like, you, if, you, if you're part of the Patreon, it's one of the perks, you know, you get some input in the pod. Um, so our friend PJ requested a black history of Salem episode, which we are so excited to do. And it's so not just going to be one episode. We have plans to cover, uh, abolition in Salem. Charlotte Fortin will probably have her own episode. And then of course the Remond family, probably the most famous African-American family in Salem, uh, worked as very well-established caterers and lived in Hamilton Hall. Mm -hmm. Hamilton Hall, named for Alexander Hamilton and built by Samuel McIntyre. So, And uh, in addition to that, uh, we're also going to be doing indigenous history of this land as well, uh, which I'm very excited to do. And also, um, when it comes to planning the podcast, we like to, to plan things around like the dates and the times and stuff. But we also sort of made the conscious decision not to do those two topics around the time where they are sort of typically discussed um, because they should be given light in conversation, not just when it's cool to talk about them, but we'll be talking about them throughout the year. Yeah. So we've also gotten a request to do Proctor's ledge and gallows Hill. And I would love to dive into this topic and really tease out that timeline and that trajectory. We already talked about on the water episodes. Mm-hmm. Are we doing that? We got more interviews for you coming up. Uh, we've got more witch trial stuff. So last year we sort of around those anniversary dates of their executions. So we've got another list of people to talk about. Um, Maybe talk about some of the girls yep, yep. and the judges. Probably, depending on, on the timeline of things. I would like to see a Corwin family episode as well. I, I'm still itching to do English. Oh, yeah, Philip English. Yeah, he's probably he's top of the list. Yeah. So we've got all that. Uh, although one thing also we're going to try and do is maybe a little shorter. Shorten up the episodes. Shorten up the episodes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Ugh. Um, when we first started doing the pod, we had like, you know, we'd come with a little bit of notes. We'd figure out the structure of the episode. We had a whiteboard that we would kind of cross things off as we... And I tell you, by like six months in... I was coming with 10 pages of notes. So, so, so this is what uh, your friend. Uh, Sam. Sam. Samantha. Like. Named after the Samantha. She, as you just said, she said that she was sorry for me having to deal with school mind, Sarah. Uh, so that's where that comes from. But also, so it 
comes down to a few things. Um, we want to give you better content and also more content. So like an hour and a half episode, we're cutting stuff out that you can't get. So if we change that into two two-hour episodes. Uh, or two one-hour Sorry, episodes. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Math, Jeffrey. I, I failed maths uh, like a lot. Um, so two hour long episodes, we're going to be able to get more into some of the subjects, but cut it down a little bit. Uh, so that'll be helpful in that respect. Also a little helpful to, um, I say us, but you both. Yeah. Both of us. Uh, editing. Yeah. So editing an hour long episode is significantly easier than a two hour long episode. That is correct. So that's one of the things we've been doing this for a year and we've got to be like, okay, let's 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 tweak a little bit. We, we also originally thought that we were going to be pushing out forty minute episodes. Yeah, which cool, but there's just so much more. Yeah, it's just really hard. Yeah, so we're going to get better about it. Yeah, so there'll be uh, probably more two parters um, instead of dragging that out. We'll be like, okay, this is a distinctly a two part, uh, and we'll we'll know that a little bit better going into it. So. Uh, there you go. Yay for that. And the last thing we wanted to touch on today was some stuff that's coming up in Salem. So we know a lot of you are planning your trips for the year, whether you're coming in the spring, the summer, or October. I, I heard I, I heard a rumor that all the big hotels are booked out for October already. I'm not surprised. I, I have not. That, that's, I don't know that that's just a Salem rumor. Uh, but cool <laughs> guys get ready it's gonna be a busy year per yeah. usual but hey come in the summertime instead we are a five season city uh there's sometimes people like to bash on haunted happenings and bash on october and, and all these things uh but one of the things that that busy season allows us to do is allows us to have a a much better uh well-rounded seasonal thing uh we just harped on about salem so sweet for like weeks on end. That's our big winter thing coming in the spring. We got a whole list of stuff. What do we got? We got Salem Film Fest. That's like end of this month. I think it starts on the 23rd and runs for like a week and a half. So that might be into early April. And that's a lot of it at Cinema Salem. So we, maybe you don't know. We have a small little cinema in town that was sort of up for sale and sort of a little dingy. If you went like three years ago, you had like sticky floors and torn up seats. Uh, it's been mostly all redone. There's like a stage in there. So there's like performances. Yeah, they do a lot of cool, fun events. It's not just movies. Yeah. Uh, and they have a lot of like indie movies, uh, like uh, Discount Tuesdays. I'm probably making that up. There is a time. I, I can't remember. Uh, but Salem Film Fest, uh, there's going to be indie shows. There are going to be performances, all sorts of stuff there. So like Salem, great, cool, which is also arts and community. So check out the Salem Film Fest. We've also got the Salem Horror Fest coming up after that. And that is about a month later. Yep, April 20th to the 30th. And that's overlapping. Ancestry Days. Which is also a cool event. And you're not going to get, and I, I'm, I'm going to say, you're not going to get anywhere else in the country, maybe the world, <laughs> that's going to have a horror film fest going on at the same time as celebrating the history and heritage of the land that we're on. You're just, you're just not. Welcome to Salem. That's, that's the way we roll. I love it. Then we've got, oh, what, what are you going to, Jeffrey? I am going to another vampire salon at the end of April 22nd, I believe. So again. Not in Salem, though. Not in Salem. Uh, put on by our wonderful friends at, at Vamp Fangs and Endless Nights. This one's actually going to be in Boston, uh, which is pretty cool. Like, I'm a little like, oh, it's not in Salem. Yeah, but it's... I, it's I don't a, live a mile away. It's a nice venue. But it's a, it's a pretty cool venue. Uh, so check that one out. Um, Jeffrey will be there. I will be touring, so... Have a bloodbath for me. Oh, absolutely. Or three. Or six. Twelve. Thirteen. <laughs> I don't think I could do that. No, you'd be in the hospital by the no, end of the night. No, no, no. Bloodbaths are good. There's, there's more. It's fine. I could probably do that. We'll see. Sarah's looking at me like, God's help you. 
Oh, and then my favorite, the Salem Arts Festival. Ah. So mark your calendars. That will be the first weekend in June, June 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th. It is the biggest, best celebration of local arts and artisans, music, dancing, craftspeople. I mean, it is just one of the most vibrant, exciting weekends there's of Salem. There's slam, there's music, there's Derby Square. And this is one thing I love and understanding history, right? We've talked about Derby Square, right? And the uh, town hall and how it was willed to the city and now it's a marketplace. And you're like, now it's an arts fest and it's a there's cre- creative individuals selling as a market their arts and wares in that, in, in that square, uh, which is cool. I want to plug something real quick for Arts Fest. What? Okay, so where do I start my tours? Houdini Way. Yes. So on that Saturday... Uh, that alleyways or for the weekend, that alleyway is closed to the pub, uh, to through traffic. And on that Saturday, uh, we're going to have, uh, several magic shows going on in Houdini way as sort of an homage to Harry Houdini who performed next door. So you can go and check out all the art stuff and you can check out some local magicians as well. Very cool. And in that same vein, if you're around on Thursdays from June through October, you will find the Salem Farmer's Market. Love it. Shop local. Get your, uh, I love getting strawberries. I go down and just get like a little tub of strawberries and just like. And that will be at, of course, Derby Square. Mm-hmm. It's one of our favorite things to come out for. Even if you're just like walking around, just yeah, pop down to the market. Usually I have live bands. It's I great. I say there's always music, um, local vendors, florists. I almost always end up just hanging out for like an I'll bump you would bump into someone and you're just like chatting away. Then we've got the North Shore Pride celebration. Oh, that's June. On June 24th. So excited for that. If you haven't been to Salem for the Pride parade and, you know, the whole city really lights up. It's not just the parade, it's the whole town. It's just an awesome time filled with so much great energy and so many amazing people. So come out, support, celebrate pride. Be expressive, understand people. Enjoy. Uh, who they are and love how they love and whatnot. And also there, there'll be other stuff that weekend, uh, things like that. There'll be uh, all sorts of performances. There will be a drag show probably in like six different bars. I was going to say, we have drag shows like every, every week anyways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's pride. So it, everything's a little bit amped up. Yeah. There will also be a concert series going on at the Willows this summer from July through August every Tuesday. So we've talked about the Willows before and the venues down there. It's just a little bandstand. There's like a grassy area. So bring a chair. Uh, Lots of good food. Get some tacos, get some ice cream. Great views. Yeah. And uh, you can check that out online, just easy Google. Um, And they usually have different themes. Like sometimes there's like an Americana theme. I know normally they do like a John Williams, so you have like Star Wars and uh, Indiana Jones and like all those other uh, fun themes and tunes. Um, So check that out. And again, those are all, uh, that's it's like a North Shore band. Um, So again, local, shop, support, be local. And then we've got the Salem Heritage Days coming up August 7th through 13th. So again, another celebration of Salem's history and those folks out there who can tie their lineage back to it. And that's in any number of ways. Yeah, Uh, you'll see special events, talks. I mean, Hamilton Hall's always got something. uh, So that's also another neat, neat thing for Salem. Um. And the last thing we're going to plug, because uh-huh. we're just going to, we're not going to deal with October. We'll, no. we'll, <laughs> we'll, Although people are already dealing with October. Yes, but we, in this episode, Art. are not. No, no. We'll give you guys some heads up on special events as it nears. But if you have, if you're planning to come in October and you haven't gotten your tickets or your hotels or whatnot, you might want to do that because it's filling up quickly. But the last thing that we're going to plug before the October season is the... Vampire Ball. 
the Vampire Ball at the end of summer. It'll be September 9th this year, which is so exciting because it's been in October the past few years. So they've itched it closer and closer to the... Which I really appreciate. Yep, non-busy uh, season. Well, just like I can have, I can take the time. I think more locals can take the time. Um, it's hard enough getting a room here in October to do normal things, much less like coming expressly for an incredibly cool event. So having that in early September is pretty neat. So that it is also themed this year, uh, the circus of the vampire. So that should be fun. Um, I know. I think I already know what I'm going to wear. Roommate knows what she's doing. You're, you've got an idea. I found a, a very nice green dress. Yes. Oh, you showed. Yes, 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 yes. It's good. And there will also be a salon the night before. And I will not spoil where that's going to be, but I, I do know. You know? I know. Oh, you're telling me after this. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, but the cool yes. part is we're going to be able to enjoy yeah. this vampire weekend because we aren't going to be doing, you know, three to five tours a day. So it's going to be great. I'm excited. That's that's a quick layout of, of what we got, what the podcast has got, what Salem's got. Uh, check it out. Oh, and... uh. If you're looking, if you're not sure what you're doing, check out uh, Salem.org. So that is Destination Salem. Uh, they are the sort of uh, marketing uh, travel branch of the city, and they do a wonderful job of promoting Salem as a year-round city. They have a calendar of events. They have special events. And, like, these are some of the larger events. They have all sorts of different things that go on every weekend. Like on a weekly basis. Yeah. So whether you planned to attend one of these big festivals or special occasions or not, when you come to the city, pop on that calendar and see what's going on around town because there is literally always something. Whether it's like lecture series or private tours or party boats or all sorts of stuff, destination sale. They also have an app. So check it out. Party boats. Let's take the Mahi Mahi tour this I, year. We said that like every day last year. I just never We never did. did it. No, I know. Have you ever been on? No. Let's do it. We're the same nights off this week, this year. We can do more. Cool. Cool. Party. Just Is that it? On a boat. I'm on a boat. Oh, God. <laughs> That's it. We're done. I quit. You went there. All right, guys. Thanks for supporting us through this amazing first year. This podcast has turned into something that we could never have imagined, and that's because of you guys. So thank you. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for listening. No. Oh. <laughs> that's a good lead-in. Right? Um, but uh, again, real quick, uh, thank you. We appreciate you. Next week, if you're not attending the live show, wait till Wednesday. Otherwise, thanks for listening. See you later. Now we got a big red record button. I feel like we're already doing better. We're so official. Not till we get mugs and t-shirts. I'm going at 30. 30. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. 29, 28. Okay. Hello. Hello. Well, let's do that again. Hello. Hello. It's your favorite Salem tour guides. My name is Jeffrey Lilly. And I'm Sarah Black. And welcome to Salem the Podcast. Oh, episode, right. Man, I I know I wrote this down. I think we only wrote it down on here. Really? Because mm-hmm. it was just the... Gotta remember, this is when we were two bottles of wine deep. We've uh, we done it like three times, so we're all like, fuck it, we're good. Oh, I gotta show <laughs> Let's you. Let's do it again. Like professionals. Right, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> this old thing. Oh, I've been podcasting for weeks now. We've been podcasting for 25 years. 25, not even. 125 <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah, this is the first podcast. I was podcasting before it was cool. I, I was actually podcasting with a ham radio and an SOS. What? The, the, not an SOS, the thing. Oh, like the, the Morse code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, Man, you are old. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, you know what? <laughs> Watch yourself. <laughs> oh, that's... Oh, okay. Hello. Just kidding. That's it, right there, right there. <laughs> we can go home now. Hold on, I'll get there. Nope.
<laughs> so if you say something, I can just be like, oh, okay, Sarah. <laughs> was it recording? Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, what can we do to make editing better? We are just starting out at this. We don't know how to do this. But we can learn and we can try to implement better practices. <laughs> okay. 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 That was good. But now we that is two minutes of bullshit. Right? So I'll, I'll make a note of two minutes of bullshit. <laughs> we can't lose this. <laughs> but but that's so you know. Okay. I say hello. Oh, I say, say hello. hello. Okay. I say hello. 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 I'm going to go back. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is a bad hello. I was too excited. All right. <laughs> I'm going at 2.30. Okay. What? We just start over. Start over everything? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we can cut that. Out. Jeff, we're going to cut stuff out. Now we have four and a half minutes of bullshit. Okay. I'm going to go at 16.25. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to put that down as another time marker. Why? I'm just so oh. you know. Oh. Well, it's 30. 16.30. 16.30. You know what we should do? 16. Wait, hold on. The 1692 <laughs> would be what 1732. Oh god, it doesn't even yeah, it doesn't go up that high. Right? It's okay. Idiot. Sorry. No, me. I'm talking about uh, me. It's okay. We're good. We're good. At least we sound good. We do. We sound good. We got the sound. We thing. sound so good. <laughs> we, we got the sound thing figured out. Okay. You do 17. Hello. Hello. <laughs> You're like, "Wait, no. I wasn't Hello. ready." Thanks for listening. Fuck off. Okay, we're done. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> okay, bye.